Welcome to Move Forward Radio, a show featuring interviews with physical therapists and other healthcare experts. This program is brought to you by MoveForwardPT.com, the official consumer information website of the American Physical Therapy Association. Learn how physical therapists can help people of all ages and abilities reduce pain and improve and restore motion to achieve long-term quality of life at MoveForwardPT.com. Welcome to Move Forward Radio. I'm Jason Bellamy. Mary Beth Smith was watching The Biggest Loser when she decided it was time to get serious about losing weight. She was determined, she was motivated, and before too long, she was injured. Mary Beth had all the right intentions, but she wanted to see results too quickly. Instead, she got blisters on her feet and bursitis in her knee not long after that. Mary Beth ended up in physical therapy where she was prescribed a treatment program that was tailored to safely return her to exercise at the same time that she recovered from her injury. In this episode of Move Forward Radio, you'll hear from Mary Beth and one of her physical therapists, Danielle Gilbert. It's a story sure to motivate anyone who has ever had their best efforts to lose weight held back by injury. Here now is our conversation with Mary Beth Smith and physical therapist, Danielle Gilbert. Mary Beth, Let's start by talking about the workout regimen you'd adopted. I think you wanted to lose some weight. You decided you were going to be sort of aggressive in your exercise plan. What was that plan, and where did things start to go wrong? The plan actually was pretty poorly thought out. I had been watching the end of The Biggest Loser and saw the girl who won, and I've watched the show for years, and I just was having a really bad day one day and found myself sitting in my room crying and then I looked over at my very dusty treadmill and just thought that's it I'm getting on there and I'm going to see what I can do so I got on and the first day I was on for maybe an hour and a half till I had blisters I had not walked in years like for exercise purposes and I just kind of took off from there I got a mindset that I was determined to do something And I just thought, if all those people who are overweight on The Biggest Loser can do this, then I can do it. So I started running immediately, which was not smart. And I was doing it two and three times a day. That's when I developed my injury with bursitis in my knee. So here you're doing, you know, something very admirable. You're trying to take action. You're motivated. You're doing the hard part, right, which is sort of to try to decide that, like, this time I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm not quitting. And that's the step so many people can't take. How long did it take before your knee was hurting to the point that now you couldn't do what you were so determined to do? I would say that was about three weeks in or so. I think I was down about 17 pounds, and the pain was just, Appreciating, and I kept trying to fight through it because I'd always heard no pain, no gain, and it just got so severe that I couldn't even walk on the treadmill. It was difficult to walk around my home and do day-to-day activities. Is that the point you knew you needed help, and how did you end up in physical therapy? I was referred to Stedman Hawkins through MD360. They then recommended that I pursue physical therapy for this. So at this point, what's your mindset? I mean, how are you feeling that you went from a point of devastation that got you on the treadmill to another point of devastation that got you off? What's your emotional state like at that point? Devastation is a great word. I felt like I was finally ready to do this thing. I felt like I had taken a huge step back, and I finally understood what it meant for people who are athletes or people who are physically active 
when they have physical condition or a problem that occurs, I totally could now understand how frustrating that was. And that was all new to me because I never really wanted to do this as desperately as I wanted to do it this time around. So, Danielle, when you first meet with Mary Beth, what are your impressions both about her injury and about the amount of stress it was causing? So I would say with her injury, Mary Beth was the textbook symptomology of left knee pain, pesantering bursitis. When she came in and she told us her story of all her activity that she had done and when this knee pain started, we thought, hey, this is easy. We've got this. After we did a lot of assessment, we kind of looked at her gait. We had her walking on the treadmill. We looked at her biomechanics. We figured out she really had more of glute weakness and kind of hip muscular issues rather than just plain knee pain. So trying to educate her a little bit on that was a really interesting concept we went through. She had done what a lot of us tend to do. She actually started a program at step five rather than step one. So a lot of it in the beginning was just let's educate her on that step process. You can't just start at step five. You guys start at step one. So when she came in, we could tell Mary Beth was defeated. She had finally started this awesome workout program, caring for herself, and then within weeks, she was unable to continue. So we were really eager to help her find the answers to that cause of pain and to understand that it's not something we can fix overnight, but prolonging this weight loss goal just a little bit longer, we can get her pain-free, and then long-term, she'll get the results that she really wanted. So just even in that first evaluation, we saw her go from defeat to truly motivated to achieve her goal again. So it almost seems like there are three facets here. First is the actual physical treatment, so getting the injury better. The second is making sure Mary Beth understands the process to getting the injury better and how long that's going to take. But then the third is that her overall goal of losing weight and getting in better shape, making sure she understands how long that process is going to take. Does that sound right? Exactly. How then does her plan start and what did it entail? So we actually took her back from going from a jogging program and we tried to explain exactly which muscles were weak and why she was having that pain. So we focused more on core stabilization, hip stabilization, a lot of glute strengthening, and then really worked on from there improving her mechanics. We actually encouraged her to continue exercising daily, but we wanted her to really focus on starting at step one and building the necessary hip strength to improve those mechanics. And, I mean, of course, we're going to have great days. We're going to have days of pain, days where, you know, motivation just wasn't there. But every day we encourage my best to call us, text us, come in the office, let us hold you accountable for what you need to be doing to achieve this goal. And we actually would go over her goals with her almost every visit and just remind her that step four never starts until we really get up to step three. So we kind of pace ourselves. We work within those limits and told her, you know, it's okay to have days of pain, but that doesn't mean you need to push through that pain. We need to listen to your body and hold off. And she did a great job just sticking with us, holding herself on the day where she wanted to run the whole day. We told her, no, you can't. You've got to just pace yourself and stick with the program. And she did awesome. I mean, she made us laugh every single treatment. We had so much fun with her. So, Mary Beth, how hard was it to be patient? How hard was it to trust the program and stick with it? At first, it was difficult. It was frustrating knowing that I had to set back. But I will say from day one, when I met Danielle, she 
wanted to hear my story and she wanted to hear my frustration and she took the time to do that. So she had to endure all of my crying, which she had to endure on many occasions. And it just, I'm sorry, I'm just having a minute. Okay. After listening to all of my frustrations and enduring my crying and and everything, she constantly reassured me from the first day that I was going to be successful, that there was no reason that this setback was going to be a permanent thing, that it was just that. It was a temporary setback. I took that, and I can't say I ran with it. I walked with it. It was incredibly encouraging to me because I did feel defeated, and I felt like, you know, I'm doing this the right way. Now I have this to deal with. But with her encouragement and support, and it wasn't even just when I showed up for physical therapy. It was emails checking on how I was doing. It made a world of difference in my motivation. I did everything I was told to do, all of my homework. I was totally faithful. And I continued losing weight even through physical therapy, even though I was limited. So, Danielle, how often are you seeing patients who are in Mary Beth's situation where they come in with an injury and in addition to the physical problem, there's also just the emotional stress of like sort of this isn't fair. You know, I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to take care of myself and now I'm injured and it's so frustrating. How often are you having to sort of coach people through that? Every day. Because an injury is never just about straight anatomy. It's not straight physiology. It's not textbook. Everything you have to look at the whole person. You have to look at you know, where they come from, what do they do on a daily basis, what are their goals, and then you have to take that, and that's how you help somebody heal. Because at the end of the day, I can't go home with every patient and tell them this is what you have to do all day. You have to be their cheerleader, motivate them to want to get better and to want to improve on good days and in bad days. Mary Beth, the emotional cheerleading is one thing, and that sort of support is huge. How much did it mean to you, though, to understand the overall plan and process? So say to even understand why you were hurting, how and when you could expect progress, and how this was going to work, to sort of know what the plan was. Did that help you believe that it was going to work? Absolutely. That was huge. It was like my ray of hope because they were explaining as Danielle mentioned before, that there were other muscles involved, that there was weakness in my hip. So we focused on those things, and I never knew that before. You know, I was getting a tremendous education about how my body works, and I was thinking that it was all focused on that one left knee when really there were other issues at hand that were playing into that. So, no, it was very important that I understood that, and it was incredibly helpful, and they pushed me, and I learned things that I needed to do, and it made all the difference. Were there points that you doubted it, either because of the pain you felt or how long things were taking? I mean, you said there were lots of tears, so I have to assume there are lots of points you're thinking like, I don't know if this is going to work or if I can do this. Sure. There were moments when I felt like this is going to take forever, and when you have a lot of weight to lose, You just see a big number in front of you, and the thought of only losing a pound a week, and you think, how long is this going to take? This is going to take me years, and I didn't want to wait years because I 
had the motivation right then. And for anybody who has struggled with their weight and tried to lose it, they'll understand this analogy when I say that it was like a window was open. I had a window that was slightly open, and I was just ready to take off with that opportunity. And I was so afraid that that window was going to slam shut because of my injury. But with learning everything that I did, that window stayed open, and it's been open ever since. Let's look at the flip side then. What were the milestones? What was maybe the couple moments when you realized, man, I can do this, I'm going to do this, it's going to get better? I would say just accomplishing the strengthening tasks and things that had been given to me, whether I was doing them at home or whether I was doing them at ProAxis during therapy. Probably every couple of visits I felt better because I was able to do things, and it was with gradually less and less pain. So those were very small milestones, but I did learn that with every small little improvement or milestone, they all add up and they become this one huge success. So, Danielle, how much of Mary Beth's plan is now less about the knee and about just sort of improving an overall total fitness? And how much is that template sort of a universal template or is it specific to her? I would say both universal in that the tools that she learned are the tools that we teach all of our patients when they come in that door, but, you know, it's tailored to her. We taught her about her own body, not about a textbook body. And so she now knows all those tools and the knowledge of what does she need to strengthen in order to succeed and what body signs does she need to feel before she can progress. And Honestly, going forward, she really doesn't need the therapy anymore. It's only if she has a setback day where, hey, I just want to call or text and ask a quick question, and she knows we are always there to help her out. But now it's all in her hands. We've given her all of that knowledge, all of the tools and understandings to be successful, and she's done that. She's continued to lose weight. She continues to come in and tell us at the clinic how awesome she's doing and how little pain she's ever felt since therapy. So it's definitely something that Mary Beth will be taking with her to achieve any other future goals she has with weight loss and any other fitness activity. One of the special things about physical therapy is that teamwork that exists between the patient and the physical therapist. Danielle, from your perspective, Mary Beth's obviously had great success. What can other people learn from that if they're in the position, whether they're trying to lose weight, whether they're trying to overcome a chronic injury? What did Mary Beth do so well that other people should try to do? She really took the time to care about herself and realize, you know, that it's not just what the therapist can do for you, but that she was able to help herself achieve these goals. And, you know, it's not a quick medication, one visit, it's not one exercise that's going to fix her. It's something that, you know, if she uses these tools and understands which body parts to strengthen, she can go into the gym now and achieve that success on her own. So any of the other patients, you know, out there that get to listen to this and understand, hey, I can have any issue in the world, but I'm able to achieve that if I work on it on myself and I listen to the therapist and try to learn rather than just do only what they say, and that's it in the clinic. So, Mary Beth, let's talk about results, and you can share as much as you're comfortable sharing. You started physical therapy feeling overweight and with knee pain. How long was your physical therapy, and how did you come out of that? I did physical therapy for, I believe, about six weeks, and basically I continued on with the things that they taught me 
then added a more regular gym routine, and I have a personal trainer twice a week. So I've seen actually quite a bit of success since I've been started. I'm down 87 pounds. Congratulations. Thank you. And I still have a ways to go, but I don't have any doubt whatsoever that I can do it. So that might be it. You maybe just answered my next question. What did you learn about yourself through this process? To listen to your body. <laughs> Before, I think that I just always felt uncomfortable, so there was always some sort of ache, some sort of pain, but you don't really pay attention to it. And now I notice everything. So when I'm working out with my personal trainer and we're doing squats with weights or something, if it starts to affect me, then I speak up and I say so because I know I don't want that setback. So we then try to make an adjustment in the routine. So I would say that I'm just very in tune to how I'm feeling, but I'm extremely determined to be successful in the whole process. If you go back to that time that you hurt yourself on the treadmill, are you more physically different or emotionally different, do you think, since then? I would say both. Emotionally, is probably the harder part of the two. Physical work is difficult, but overcoming a lot of the mental obstacles that we all have in our lives for different reasons, that's a tough thing. And so when you have people standing behind you and giving you good information and support and kind of being your cheerleader, it makes a huge difference in your success. And you have to take advantage of that, too. You have to be willing to take advantage of that. And with this whole process and my injury, I was completely willing to do whatever they told me to do and to be a success, and that was for the benefit of myself. Mary Beth Smith, Danielle Gilbert, thank you so much for your time. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Thank you for listening to Move Forward Radio. Insight from our guest is for informational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for individual treatment by a medical professional. Learn more about how a physical therapist can help you and find a physical therapist in your area at moveforwardpt.com. For an archive of past episodes, visit moveforwardpt.com radio.